Hey, hey, what's up, Citywide? Uh, it's about time. We finally get to bring in the one and the only Kirsten Nicolite. What's up, Kirsten? How you feeling? Good. How's it going? I am terrific. So, uh, game on. Let's get after it. I've been looking forward to recording this one for quite some time. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about using your resources. I love, love, love this episode because it's a really interesting transition that I get to watch anyone new on our teams kind of get used to, no matter what department they're in, no matter what job role they have. It's really interesting to watch people get used to having administrative support in a way that maybe they've never had before. So obviously it made sense to bring you and Kirsten and to share like why this is so important um, because you, the team, the admin team, you guys are a really big part and a huge resource in what we do. So I figure why not just hear from you since you're really good at helping, uh, you love to help and uh, that's really it. So I'm ready to get after it, I assume you are. So. Kirsten, you've been here since, I don't know, 2013, 2014, something like that. But uh, just for fun, in all this time that you've been here, can you give me a quick like 10, maybe 15 things that you've done or things that you do to support the ops team, the sales team, or any other administrative people in the office um, that might surprise our audience? This is interesting. I really can't think of one thing that would surprise people for what I do, but uh, having my title when I started as Sales and Operations Administrative Assistant, which is a mouthful. Previously, I've compiled uh, marketing jobs for the sales team, attended countless golf events. I even got to swing a golf club that was super impressive. I'm sure. Uh, 200 on the fly, you can ask T.O. <laughs> I have also attended job fairs, fielded resumes, interviewed potential hires, uh, and some that are still here today. Um, I'm sure most of you are aware, but I also set up and deal with 90% of new employee technology. And at one point I was the contractor coordinator calling companies and getting them in to sign up. And as far as ops items, I have done just about everything in an FSM position at some point with the exception of physically visiting their customers for them. Um, from the simplest things to calculating measurements, compiling NJS proposals to collecting and sending out holiday schedules, completing paperwork for new contracts, and let's not forget about my collection stint. Uh, <laughs> you were a good collector. Get me my money, yeah. <laughs> and I did. Um, I think the only area that I really haven't experienced firsthand is the night manager's position. So um, even with that, I do know so much about, about it. That is a, I mean, just a pile of stuff. I mean, let's just go back to a second to your uh, S A. O A A sales and operations administrative assistant. I don't know what's so difficult about that other than it. I mean, I guess it is a, a mouthful, but S A O A A. That's fun to say, but seriously, that is a pile of stuff. So, uh, for those that don't know, well, actually, really nobody knows this, but Kirsten and I kind of have a running inside joke, and it comes up here and there. At the end of the day, you know, people say, uh, or you just said, hey, nothing really would surprise people because you do so much, but there's a way to know when you've crossed the line. And, and Kirsten and I have a little bit of an inside joke and it comes from my favorite movie, favorite Christmas movie, uh, Elf. And it's when they're trying to sign that children's book author uh, played by, um, I don't remember who the actor is actually, but he's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Do you know who it is? No. No clue. It's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Anyway, he's the book writer and he's got this list of demands and he commands that they pick him up in this limo or like in a black car or whatever and it has to be 71 degrees. So I always know that Kirsten will do pretty much anything for you, but if you become too high maintenance, she might email you back or text you back and just say, 
71 degrees. And the best part is I know I've gone too far, but you still usually take care of it for me anyway. So uh, the moral story of all of that, other than my stupid movie reference, is you've done a lot, and for some reason you seem to like it. Yes, I love it. Love it. All right, so uh, back on track. What kinds of things do you see that maybe somebody asks you to do something or asks you for something or they didn't ask you for something and you stumble across it and it kind of just makes you go, yep, uh, new FSM or yep, that's a new salesperson I can tell. Like what pops up that you might see and then how do you kind of carry on to help them learn something that maybe they didn't even know that they needed to know? So, yep, new FSM comes to mind when I see somebody trying to reinvent the wheel. And they maybe don't know that the wheel already exists, but I really see that as an opportunity to show them how I can be helpful and be a good resource for them. So it's really like measuring maintenance schedules. Um, if you do it a certain way, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but if you do it a certain way, I can calculate those measurements really, really quickly in Excel. And so with that, like I look at the FSMs as my customers. I try to take their most daunting task off their plate and do it for them. Holiday schedules, for example, um, could you imagine if every FSM had to email their ICs, each of their accounts, holiday schedules? It's horrible, I had to do it. Yes. Before you existed, it was miserable. Every single customer, every schedule. Um, Thanks for doing a miserable job, yes. by the way. Happy to do so. And I'm really efficient at it, so it just makes sense for me to save you guys that time. Um, I can compute, like I said, maintenance schedules. I can compute that faster. Um, I use a template, so I've set up things that I can do my job really quickly. The other big one that I think FSMs waste time on is not knowing what to ask for. Um, when they ask for a contract, thinking that they will find scope or hours, but if I can ask the questions of what are you really looking for to get to that answer quicker, um, I can send off the right thing like the investment recap that usually has the hours or you know the service agreement that actually calls out what we're doing at that account. Yeah, I, it's funny. You ask me regularly, like, what is it that you're going to do with this? And sometimes, like, my natural reaction is to, like, almost get offended. Like, just give me what I asked for. But other times, you're like, what is it you're trying to do with this? And then I tell you, and you're like, yeah, I'll give you what you asked for, but you also might want this because that's actually going to solve your need. Um, or sometimes you'll just send me proactively without the question, like, here's what you asked for, and here's two more things that might help you out while I was already in there. Uh, but I got to say this, so, you know, obviously we prep for these these uh, recordings and one of the things that kind of caught my attention was um, that I didn't know going into this was that you had said you think of FSMs or salespeople as your customers. So that really caught me by surprise. So I'm, I'm just curious, where did that come from? Because I'd never heard you say that before. Yeah, um, well, long before I was at Citywide, I was in the hospitality industry. So um you know, waiting tables or being a bartender and like my, my people at the rail are my customers and I needed to make money. Um, so <laughs> transitioning into an office setting and looking at the FSMs or the, the salespeople as my customers, I still wanted to give them a good experience and be, you know, somebody that can be super helpful for them. Very cool. I bet you that drove some pretty good tips, but to my knowledge, there's no <laughs> there's, there's no tips in office managing, to my knowledge. So, uh, all right, shifting gears a bit, you, uh, a bit. Do you remember when we did um, Citywide Jeopardy? 
Yes, if I remember correctly, I was the only one playing. Not far off. Uh, that is hands down like the best response possible because it, it's basically accurate. I mean, I, I built the game. Uh, it was challenging, but anybody had a chance to win. Uh, I built categories, right? Like the night manager section, the FSM section, the admin section, the sales section. So really any person had a chance to dominate their individual category, but that's not quite how it went, was it? How do you recall? Um, I was uh, winning in all categories, <laughs> which was really fun for me to kind of show off my feathers a little bit. Um, but I think as a company, when we played, we were at a really interesting point where half the people that were playing were seasoned vets and the other half had about you know a year or two here. And it was a good experience. I think it really opened up the conversation about what each department is responsible for. And like I said, knowing most of the answers to most of the questions, uh, even, though, even though they were all geared towards different departments, gave me my 15 minutes of fame that we still talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew I was bringing that up this week? Um, so yeah, the thing about Citywide Jeopardy and the, and the reason I brought this up is, I mean, it was really fun, but as I mentioned earlier and as you just alluded to, like it covered a really wide range of things. It hit all departments, it hit all roles, it really hit all things Citywide. And the truth is you didn't just win, you straight up dominated. And so aside from just boosting your ego here and, and you know praising you for being awesome, I'm really sharing this for the audience because I want them to understand that you know what's up and you know probably more than enough to be dangerous in almost any role that we have within the company. And so at the end of the day, people should be comfortable using you and using other people on the admin team as a really strong resource and respecting that you probably know more about their role than you do, especially if they're you know under a year and in some cases, maybe under three or five years. And so I just wanna make sure that the people realize that in a sense, you're kind of like a de facto trainer that somebody might ask for something and you actually guide them to what they truly want without them knowing what, or without them knowing what they actually wanted. So. Um, I didn't mean for this to become the straight up boost Kirsten. Keep, keep it coming. You know, boost Kirsten's ego show, but you know, normally it's the boost Mitch's ego show and pick on Megan Ashoff show, but somehow she hasn't even made the cut yet today. So this is a good change of pace for your listeners. Gosh, if Megan was here for Jeopardy, she probably would have took last place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that we've taken our Megan shot. All right, in a more tactical um, or even like a day to day sense. Uh, do you find any common areas or themes where FSMs or salespeople maybe fail to ask for help or simply forget to use their resources? Yeah, it's the little day-to-day -day things like inputting information into CRM, calculating measurements, or even asking for specific office supplies to make their lives easier. Uh, if it takes you five minutes to complete the simple task and you do it 10 times in a day for every account that you're seeing, it's nearly an hour that we could save you by doing it for you. Yeah, I mean, without saying be lazy, it's just be smart. It's, this is one of those work smarter than harder moments because the reality is you work, you will work harder as an individual than if you just use your, your resources. So um, outside of our office, you know, not, not the admin team, who do you run into RFSMs maybe not using as a resource that they should be considering as a resource or at least thinking of as one? Yeah, all of our um, vendors, you know, Hilliard Business Essentials, especially with supplies, I thought about this a little bit more, um, taking pictures of your supplies and sending them off to somebody else that can quote them uh, accurately with quality comparison kind of things and cost savings options. But beyond those guys, um, Citywide of Kansas City, 
formerly Joe Choplin, uh, other <laughs> citywide markets for DOOs uh, mostly, but the FSMs, if they've had any interaction with them as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, we are a part of a franchise model. And so there are some people here who have had a reason or another to be connected to a performance group, or maybe they attended like a FSM training Zoom meeting or something, and you have a chance to get to know people. But that is a huge part of what my career was, was using people outside of this office. And so we talked, or you talked a little bit about Hilliard, a little bit about maybe business essentials, but also just like your contractors. I mean, you could call and learn. If you walk away from a client asking for a painting proposal and you say, yeah, I can get you one, and you got out of the conversation, maybe not knowing squat about painting, like you could call your painter and say, hey, what should I be looking for? How can you help me? You know, whatever it may be. So um, at, the end of the, at the end of the day here, this might sound a little bit silly, but can you think of any reason why you think people would fail to use you or others on the support team as a resource, Kirsten? Uh, I think <clears throat> there's a couple of reasons. For lack of a better term, the Brian mentality that I have, I ask questions to get to the real answer to make sure that I'm providing accurate information. And sometimes that gets annoying to the FSMs that um, you know just want a quick one-off answer. But at the end of the day, I wanna make sure that you're getting the accurate answer. Uh, the only other reason that I can think of is you know, micromanaging or not being able to let go of certain tasks that the FSMs want to manage themselves. And it's basic and simple. I can get it done faster um, and I can get, get to the answer and find your answer faster um, than the FSMs would be able to. You have a note here that you didn't say, but you said they, they might think they're faster, but I promise they're not. <laughs> and they, they just simply aren't. And what's amazing to me is like people hold on to stupid things. Like when I found out an FSM self-manages their route calendar, I just like want to throw my computer across the room because yeah. I, I know that if I do it myself, the formatting is never quite right. I might overlook something and instead you're going to catch it for me. I cannot tell you how many times I've either sent a really ugly uh, Excel document to Kirsten of something and been like, here's kind of where I'm going. Can you make this pretty? And what comes back is like 10 times better than what it asked for. So um, use your resources team. It's, it, it is just silly not to. And I, I honestly think it's a combination of just not knowing what to ask for, feeling like they could do it themselves. Maybe they think they could do it quicker, whatever it may be that they're thinking. But honestly, I think a lot of it boils down to you probably didn't have this kind of support anywhere else and you ought to just accept it and, and take advantage and love it. So, uh, Kirsten, if you had to button this thing up with like a 30-second elevator pitch to any new person that joins our team in regard to using their resources, what would you tell them? Clock is starting now. In the FSM position, to be successful, you need to get today's work done today. So use me, use my team. Fire off a quick email. There are so many ways that we can help you. Um, logging into your email calendar events, um, setting up your out of office or sorting rules for emails, um, uh, you know, so that they go into certain inboxes uh, correctly, drafting emails to a certain group of people, which I've done for Mitch a handful of times. Um, Countless times. <laughs> advanced finds and CRMs. I can set all those things up for you and if needed, I can show you how to use them. Um, but to be able to get the information that you are needing and get it quickly. CRM is another huge platform that I'm really well versed in that I think a lot of FSMs don't realize that it's such a great tool for filtering, auditing, and pulling information out of. 
but at the end of the day, me and my team are here to make your job easier so that you can focus on your customers and your ICs. And we are pretty good at it, if I do say so myself. Bingo. I mean, the, the CRM thing, and, and then we'll button this thing up. The CRM thing is critical. I can't tell you how many times I want information. And my, my text, email, or phone call to Kirsten is, hey, isn't there some way that we can pull this, this, and this out of CRM, filter it by FSM, and then break it down tab by tab so we can review this data and figure it out? And I feel like 70% of the time the answer is yes, or let me figure it out and I'll get back to you. And we typically can. So uh, it's a beautiful tool with a ton of data and we ought to get the most out of it. And there's no way that each individual FSM or each individual SE could possibly know how to properly set up, execute, and run an advanced find to get whatever it is they want when we've got a Kirsten and we've got other office people to help with those sorts of things. So um, I think this has been a really, really good breakdown. Uh, Kirsten, honestly, how many years has it been? Nine? Nine. You just hit nine years. I just, you actually just, in two weeks, it'll be nine years. Okay, yeah, so you're coming up on nine years. We just announced it. I mean, I cannot tell this crowd how many things I have asked, you know, pushed the line on and Kirsten's been willing to do for me. And if she can't figure it out, is willing to get on the phone and call the person in Kansas or call somebody in another market and get it boiled down and figure it out. So team, use your resources, dial the phone while you're driving safely from client to client and ask for help. That's that's literally, you don't even have to type the email. You can just dial the phone. You, you, you can only drive right now, you know, get those things done take advantage of these resources. And it's not just Kirsten, it's our sales assistant, it's our accounting people, it's even the home office in a lot of cases. So thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you all and we will catch you on the next episode.